Fans of the Dynasty Invest podcast, if you feel like there was one particular episode in the back catalogue in the anthology of Dynasty Invest podcast episodes that really, really, really was massively valuable to you, feel free to share that with a fellow dental colleague who's in a similar position so their understanding of finance can be elevated and they can hit the next level of financial success in their life. Also, as well as that, if you could take two seconds to rate and review this podcast, it would mean the world to me. What that would mean is that it drives this podcast further in terms of reach so that more dentists across the world can be able to benefit from the knowledge contained therein. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Dentists Who Invest podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dentistry Invest podcast, the first podcast of 2024. And followers of the Dentistry Invest podcast will, well, maybe they have noticed, maybe they won't have noticed, who knows. But uh, you may have noticed that actually there's been a little bit of a hiatus in the Dentistry Invest podcast of late. And the primary reason for that is that it's been Christmas, really, and I've used this time to focus on other things, building a lot of stuff on the back end. There's a lot of cool stuff that's going to come to the group over the coming days, weeks, months. So stay tuned for that one. More all will be revealed in due course. A lot of things that I've been creating and building. So I'm extremely excited about it. So I've used that time productively in that sense. Really, really struggle to take time off um, on a personal note. Um, but having said that, I actually enjoy building and creating things. So to me, everybody in life should do the thing that they find fun. And it just so happens that the thing that I find fun is building and creating Dentsy Invest, which for a lot of people, they would define as work. But for me, to hold myself back from having that fun is actually really, really, really difficult for me. Just in the same fashion it is for everybody else to hold back from doing the thing that they find fun. So that's just an interesting lens through which to regard things. My philosophy is definitely do the fun stuff and your fun stuff happens to be something that resembles work for other people. That's also fine as well. You do you. That's cool. And that's definitely how I feel. But anyway, we digress. This whole podcast is about goal setting. Goal setting with regards to the objectives that we can set for 2024 and reflecting on my objectives from 2023 whenever I look back over my old goals that I wrote down way back when in January 2023 and you know what this is very much inspired as I say because I was looking at my old goals in 2023 and there were some takeaways in there some takeaways I didn't expect to find and you know everybody's heard the trite thrown around uh obvious reflections of why it's good to set goals but this podcast isn't going to be that there'll be some obvious stuff in there but I'm going to add in some other things that I didn't really expect to find or some things that I observed in myself because I hope they're going to be of value to others and this will be for people who either have written down goals or people who are out there who maybe haven't written down goals yet uh, and like I say the purpose of this podcast is inspire those that haven't written them down to write them down and for those that have written them wrote them down already to give you a new angle on it basically so like I say these goals happen to be financially orientated goals and the reason for that is this is the Dentist Invest podcast we're going to talk about finance on this podcast these are my financial uh, these are a reflection of my, 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 my financial goals primarily um, and success on that front really so here's the thing when I was looking back on my goals over 2023, it was really, really, really interesting because that was 2023's version of James who wrote those goals. And 2024, look, James looked back at some of them and thought, really, I actually wanted that? Like, now I would actively not want that thing, whatever it is, because I know that there's a much better way of doing it. So one of the biggest things that struck me was just how much I changed uh, in terms of my thinking over that time, because that's extremely hard to log. Like that's extremely hard to record. You don't even realize how you're different. You don't even realize how you become a different person. You don't even realize how much you've grown. 
And for me, that was nuts. And I was like, wow, there actually has been some progress made because that version of me who would say that specific thing, <laughs> well, that was that seemed like decades ago, never mind a year ago. That's absolutely bananas, right? And, and it shows how much have changed and made me look, look back and think, wow, actually, some cool things have happened. Some cool things have happened to me that have made me think differently, which is wonderful because that to me was a huge encouraging factor that was a huge encouraging thing that i could look at that and be like whoa that's actually really 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 awesome that actually i wouldn't be measuring success by that unit i'd be measuring success by about 10 times that unit from from uh from now going forwards you know whatever that might be and that applies to virtually anything that you can use units to measure in whether that's money whether it's other things who the heck knows my point is that it makes you realize how much you've changed it makes you realize how much you've grown. And that was the thing that struck me the most. And I never would have known that unless I wrote them down. Because effectively, it's a snapshot of how you are thinking right now versus how you were thinking right then. Amazing. And you know what? My posit would be that actually, if you don't look back at some of your goals and think, whoa, that was crazy. That was such an easy thing to do. And I didn't even realize it at the time. My posit would be that actually that's more of a cause for reflection or more of a cause for concern because what it means is you haven't grown and changed that much. So I was pleased to see that some of them were like that. Obviously, there were some that I look back now and think that it was ridiculous to think that I ever could have achieved that one specific thing because uh, that was way, way, way too far ahead. I still have yet to reach that goal. Um, I still have yet to reach that goal. Uh, so yeah, it really made me appreciate how much my thinking had developed and that was a good thing that was that was definitely something that was encouraging i thought that was cool all right cool also as well as that there's going to be a glaringly obvious one glaringly obvious uh reflection on goal setting alert and that is it's worth saying again and that is it's so incredibly valuable to see your progress on the goals front to see that you've got closer and closer to see that you actually have achieved those goals because it's immensely satisfying to be able being able to strike them off and it also pushes you a little bit more to strive to achieve that specific thing which is flipping cool which is flipping really 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 cool so you actually get that little 10 20 percent extra out of the engine in my opinion to get you closer and closer towards that goal which i really really like as well so that's kind of an obvious one but it's worth saying again uh, for anybody out there who hasn't written down your goals, who hasn't observed that effect in themselves. Because here's the thing. If you think to yourself, actually, we're halfway through the year and I'm only 20% closer towards that goal, then you need to think to yourself, okay, I need to mix this up. I need to change something different. You need to change your strategy. And it encourages you to keep changing things and innovating things and reflecting on what you've done because you have a milestone, because you have a yardstick through which to measure your success. So kind of an obvious one, that, but worth saying again. Love this saying. Love this quote. You master what you measure. And what that means is that you can never really actually gain a full understanding of just how much progress you're making until you measure something or how effective a system is until you measure the success of each point in the system. So let's say, for example, you have a patient journey in your practice. Now, a lot of people, what a lot of people will do is they'll measure how much money is coming in every month. And that for them might be the success of the patient journey. But actually, that is just one metric. And how do we know how much we could have had, if that is a metric we're going to use to describe success, how do we know how much we could have had unless we measure every single point of the patient journey from the receptionist to what they're saying, to the TCO, to the dentist, treatment plan acceptance, 
treatment plan completion rate, all of those things, how do we know where the leak in the bucket is until we actually specifically measure that? And you know what? Story of my life this year, I've become so much more enthralled in measuring things and protocols and embed and and recording every single little bit of data. Because the number of times I've went out of my way to measure something, even though, yes, let's be honest with each other, it can be a little tedious. It used to be tedious for me at the start. I used to really not see the value in it. But I think tedious, something being tedious comes from the fact that you don't see how it's valuable to you and how it's going to help you. So you kind of have to just push through that a little bit at the start. Now I actively love doing that. And 2023 me would have never said that. 2023 me would have never said that in January. It wasn't even something that was on my radar. Uh, So again, big progress that had been made on that front. You master what you measure. And that was a big realization for me this year. I think story of my life was understanding the value of measuring the effectiveness of each stage in a system and tweaking things so that you know that you can make that more and more effective. Okay, so let's make that real. So the patient journey for principles, that's an incredibly real one. And you know what's another really, really, really real one for associates that you can use and is immensely valuable? Measure the treatments that you're doing week in, week out. Measure how much you're doing of a particular treatment and then also measure your gross day in, day out. And you'll be able to see what treatments are bringing in decent gross, what treatments maybe aren't and that you can delegate or do other things. Um, And then also as well as that, which areas you can focus on more to provide more value to your patient and potentially make more remuneration should that be a goal or objective. Trust me, write it down on an Excel sheet. You will be rewarded. You'll literally see the answer staring right back at you. Food for thought on that one. Okay, cool. So anyway, we touched upon this already, but I definitely think that having some sort of yardstick through which to measure success will make you refocus and recalibrate uh, whether you are making enough progress uh, over time to that to that ultimate destination, which is just alluding to what I was saying earlier in that if you are 20% of the way through the year, and, or sorry, if you're 50% of the way through the year and you've only made 20% of your objective, well, obviously that means that you have to change strategy a little bit. Whereas if you never actually had some way to measure how successful you're being if you were just like hey you know what hit and hope let's just see what happens then you'd be fully happy with that result even though you know that it's not the best that you could get so definitely something to think about also i just want to remember i just want to let everybody know about something that i find immensely satisfying do you know when you go right up to those goals you get a big red pen and you put a strike through it oh my god it's so satisfying that dopamine rush is like one of the biggest hits that you can get uh in at least for me So you can hack that. You can hack your own biology to achieve things in life because you know that that moment's coming. And for me, it feels damn good, especially when I know that that goal is a really uh, sought after one or one that wasn't easy. That sounds so minor, but oh my goodness, when you do that, wow, it actually is a massive motivator in itself. And yeah, it's a bit silly. And yeah, it's definitely some sort of manifestation of our biology uh but yeah you know what if you know if your conscious mind knows how your subconscious works why not hack the subconscious to achieve great things should of course your measurement of success be all of these things that i'm talking about it may be or it may not be either is fine but for those of you out there who think in similar terms or want to be able to leverage this to achieve success in uh specific areas of your life then definitely that is worth doing also as well as that Personally, if you ask me, I think that if you achieve 100% of your goals at the start of the year that you wrote down, I actually think something's wrong at that point. I think you should achieve 6 to 70%, 60% to 70%. I actually think there should be that 30% in there that either A, you wrote at the start of the year and then as the year progressed, you realized we're not actually that useful or relevant 
um, which shows that your thinking developed and enhanced throughout the course of the year. Or B, they were so far ahead of what you could actually get in reality that they made you push and push and push and they made you give that extra 30% than what you would have given otherwise. Therefore, it meant that you made more progress even though you didn't actually necessarily achieve your goal. Whereas a more modest goal might have meant that you would have reached there, ticked it off and then say jobs are good. Whereas overall, you actually made more progress because you strived and pushed yourself further and harder because you actually had a little bit more of a uh, pie in the sky goal because your goal was a little further ahead of where you could actually get. So to me, I really think that it's worth bearing that in mind and not to overthink your goals and to remember there's that little 30% in there that was is going to push you, that's designed to push you, that's designed to make you hit the next level. Like I say, for me, it's a bigger problem if you hit 100% of your goals. That tells me that they were too modest, if anything. Now, Elon Musk said a great thing on specifically this. Elon Musk says, if you can take your five-year goals and try to and write them down and try to achieve them in six months, and really give them your all and work as hard as you can. Well, guess what? You will get very, very far in those six months. You'll probably sacrifice a lot in the meantime, but of course that's a little bit of an insight into Elon's Musk mindset. He's totally happy to do that. Maybe some people out there aren't happy to do that and that's fine as well. But anyway, from Elon's perspective, he says, take your five years goals, try to achieve them in six months. Amazing, right? Because what will happen is that whilst you won't make five years of progress in six months, you might make two or you might make three, which is still unbelievable. That's amazing. You're way closer than what you would have been otherwise. But of course, that works on the premise that you think and operate like Elon Musk, who literally gives his all every single day to the point that he is running around like an absolutely frantic madman with the only priority in his life being his companies and his businesses. Hence why he's got four of them that are worth over one billion. Now, you might say, let's not go fully Elon Musk on that on this one. And that's fine. A lot of people would probably agree with you. A lot of people would probably say, never go follow Elon Musk, you know? And I'm not even sure what I think on that one personally. But all I am saying is food for thought on goal setting. And I really, really, really would encourage anybody out there to write down your goals for 2024. Now is the perfect time to do this. We are speaking to each other on the 4th of January, 2024. The year is still young. There's still loads of time. You've got a weekend in front of you to write these things down. I promise you, sit in the garden, sit inside, sit wherever the heck you want, write the goals down, take 30 minutes and do it. You'll be rewarded. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit follow or subscribe so you can stay up to date with information on new podcasts which are released weekly. Please also feel free to leave a positive review so others can learn about this podcast and benefit from it. I would also encourage any fans of the podcast to sign up to the free Facebook community from which the podcast originated. Please search Dentists Who Invest on Facebook and hit join to become part of a community of thousands of other dentists interested in improving their finances, well-being and investing knowledge. Looking forward to seeing you on there.